Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. F4 Fake is a documentary created by Orson Welles. I should say written, directed, hosted by Orson Welles back in 1973. Yes. 1973 it is a movie that i watched on criterion it's also available on hbo max it is a movie that i was excited to watch uh it's a documentary that i tried to watch many many years ago probably close to a decade ago actually probably even longer than that and uh it's one in which i wasn't able to get into and just didn't watch like i i I probably owned it way back in the day on dvd and uh let's just say the beginning of this documentary is it's kind of tough in some ways it's kind of chaotic in some ways but i appreciated it i finally watched it watched the entire thing it's not long it's not like it's a very long uh doc it's an hour and a half long I think it might even be shorter than that, but according to IMDb, it's an hour and a half long. I appreciate it. I appreciate what it's trying to do. Uh, I, however, didn't love it. Didn't love it. Out of all of the things so far that I've watched on Criterion Channel uh, or the Criterion Network, um, it's despite the fact that i i appreciate what it's doing i appreciate what it's saying i understand that it's it's really doing a lot of things uh way ahead of its time as orson wells was one to do uh as a form of entertainment i didn't necessarily enjoy it it wasn't a ride that i enjoyed being on it wasn't a documentary and i love documentaries it wasn't a documentary that I really enjoyed, that I really felt like I got a lot out of. Um, But I do appreciate it. Like, there is a level of respect that I do have for it. I don't think it was bad, but I also don't think it was super entertaining. And the idea of this documentary is trying to illustrate uh, the idea and and the many many ways in which uh, we are surrounded by frauds and, and fakeries, which is very much of now i mean in a lot of ways it's it it, it's still a a cultural an aspect to surviving an aspect to humanity that we are surrounded by people that are constantly lying to us constantly living and creating and and perpetuating stories that are untrue uh and the ideas of this documentary i really appreciate so with that said, some of these ideas are that magicians are at least the beginning of this. It's Orson Welles doing this magic trick for this kid. And in while he's doing the magic trick, he's kind of, you know, talking about different things. And one of these things is that magicians are just actors portraying the part of somebody who does magic, which obviously magicians aren't actually doing magic. They're they're doing a illusion and he's relating this idea of magicians into all aspects of life in in many ways but also specifically into 
creativity and the art world specifically, which on some level you would think that I would appreciate this movie even more considering it's, it's uh, a critique of the art world. Uh, but I never really, I don't really feel like in many other aspects of my life, I don't really feel like I'm, uh, like I don't feel like I'm not a welcome participant necessarily in the art world. I don't really, I, I feel like an outcast of the art world. I don't participate in the same things that they participate. I don't feel like I am welcome in those things, which is kind of probably more my issue, but something that I've lived with my entire life, never really feeling like I was part of a, a group, despite the fact that I've been an artist my entire life on some level and the past 10 years really actively trying to pursue that doing art shows here and there but i've never done i've never been part of a gallery show i've never had a solo exhibition i've never dealt with art dealers uh i've done everything you know i've done pop-up shows here and there but it's like it's a lifestyle that and a, a business industry that i don't feel like i've ever really been a part of or really understand or know much about. I mean, I guess I understand it. It's pretty basic. But I, it just it feels very foreign to me. Um, but a lot of this is like, this documentary is like, so much of it is like stories. Like there's these stories of this this guy who is the the ultimate guy who, who would make... Uh, make art forgeries he was like the number one art forger where it's like people quote-unquote experts um can't distinguish the difference between a, a real painting and a forged painting uh but this also tackles the idea of experts like like to give somebody the the kind of job title or moniker of being an expert in anything is ridiculous and this movie, in a lot of ways, is a critique on the entire art in industry as a whole and how experts are just as full of shit as everybody else. Which I, in a lot of ways, already subscribe to these ideas, so I'm not really necessarily getting anything new out of this documentary, right? As far as, like, people who make it their livelihood to talk about why one piece of work is more important than another piece of work or better than or more worth more than is really ridiculous because art is so subjective and aside from taking into account like technical abilities uh, an artist may have to 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 like say that like just something isn't necessarily trendy or doesn't connect with you isn't also valid as a piece of art is kind of a, a crazy thing. So in relating this idea of magicians, of magic and illusions, this, this movie's talking about fakes and frauds and how that also applies to the experts involved. Um, so much of the beginning of this documentary feels disorienting. It feels like this documentary is doing misdirection. Like there's so much of this documentary where I'm watching it, where I'm not necessarily just watching it on face value, similarly to how I watch magic tricks, right? 
Like, you sit down, you know you're about to watch a magic trick, and part of you is trying to see how that magic trick is done, right? It's not you're just there letting it happen. You're trying to break it down and understand it on a different level, and that's how I'm watching this documentary, where I'm not just watching this documentary as a, a piece of storytelling. I'm watching it to, like kind of understand what this documentary is also trying to do because it feels like it's trying to do something and now a quick word from our sponsor now you can wear the many faces original art by ray taylor select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings all products made with high quality materials made right here in the usa Go to InspireDisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTSTMF. So once again, go to InspireDisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. And in the beginning of it, it's so much of what it feels like it's trying to do is to misdirect the audience in some way a lot of fast cuts a lot of like these stories of things that don't seemingly necessarily mean anything to the overarching idea or thesis of this documentary so it's like it, it, it which makes it hard which is probably why i never succeeded in watching this documentary the first time i tried a decade plus ago but it's following this art forger of how good he is and like almost getting into meta pop things of like like how if you can't tell who's the who originally painted a piece wh what makes that piece so valuable and and like part of it is how this artist like was able to survive have a successful life as an artist painting in the styles of other people but also how if you are a person who spent your entire life creating in other people's voices, how difficult it is to understand and paint and communicate in your own voice. And I've actually noticed that in comedians who do a lot of impressions on stage or in their act or just impressions in general. It's it's interesting to listen to those people speak in their own true voice because a lot of them, it seems, have pro like it, they don't f seem comfortable speaking in their own voice, and a lot of times will slip into character voices uh, accidentally instead of just communicating in their own voice. And in a lot of ways, I think that relates to what this documentary is trying to illustrate in that this, this master forger guy was never able to become successful as an artist selling his own work because he existed and created so much in the voices of other people that he never was able to explore and understand his own true voice. Which is something... Specifically for me as an artist, I made a a conscious decision to do years ago was to change from being somebody who tried to do. I was doing like an impression of Dali in a lot of my work, 
surrealism, very like the number one comparison I got with all of my work was Dolly. And for me, it was always trying to communicate my ideas through that voice, which wasn't me, which wasn't how I wanted to create art. And when I changed that and started doing the many faces, which I've been doing for seven years or so, it's been a learning process, a growth that's happened over those seven years of developing the way I make art in the specific way I want to make art, right? Communicating my art style in my authentic voice. And in doing that, it opens me up to be able to communicate in that voice in a lot of different ways. Whereas if I had focused on like trying to do work that looks like Salvador Dali and then maybe I like, oh, maybe I should try and, and do some stuff that looks like Van Gogh or like trying to communicate and paint to look like other art styles that I like, I never would have gone on the journey that I'm on in trying to develop my own voice and my own artistic style. So I related a lot to that kind of idea that this this documentary is putting out there. Um, also, the, the criticism of experts, quote-unquote experts. I mean, you see that the same thing with people who criticize any kind of art form or talk about any kind of art form, uh, similarly to like people who criticize movies or criticize you know uh, comedy because like so many art forms all art forms are so subjective that it's difficult to say objectively what's good and what's bad you can speak about things that work and don't work but for any person out there if there's something that relates to you and that touches you on a heightened level that attracts you to a piece, whether it's a painting or a movie or a piece of music, then there, it, the explanation for that connection doesn't, is not necessary at all. It's just you feel it. You know it. You don't know why you know it, but you know it, right? Like you eat a piece of, uh, you eat a meal and it tastes delicious and it's the best thing that you've ever tasted and makes your mind explode. You don't necessarily need to know the, the intricacies of how to prepare the meal or why the technique uh, they use to cook this whatever is, is why it, it, it does this thing to you. Like the, and and th that doesn't necessarily even explain why it touched you in that certain way. It could be something, a memory from your childhood. It could be because it reminds you of this other thing which has nothing to do with the technical ability the chef used to manipulate the ingredients in a certain way. So I enjoy those aspects of this movie. But the story that this, this documentary is trying to tell, in my opinion, is not interesting at all. Or at least the way they're trying to tell the story is not interesting at all. Like the meta-contextual stuff of this documentary I appreciate more than the surface story that it's trying to tell. So on some levels I do. But as like just sit down like as a piece of entertainment that I enjoy, 
like okay it feels more like like it feels more like health food that i agree with the benefits of more so than a good meal right whether the meal is healthy and nutritious is a, a side is not the point the point is that i enjoyed it to relate it to food anyway um but a lot of it is stories stories and from all angles i mean whether it's the stories of the fake artist the fraud is if it's the story of the painter if it's the story that the experts are giving it's just we're all surrounded by stories and these stories are never-ending and because they can't be proven because they're stories they can take on a life of their own there's even aspects of this documentary where uh howard hughes is like one of the 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 characters involved in this documentary and how when he disappeared or whatever there were like people that assumed he was being portrayed like actors were portraying him in real life like that he doesn't even exist anymore that it's like actors uh are are him in in public and you see that today with people who think that joe biden is not joe biden that he is locked away somewhere and that there's just actors portraying joe biden in order to confuse the public it's like this this documentary in a way tapped into conspiracy theory culture in a way that that really illustrates how the fraudulent nature of storytelling can lead a life of its own and can become as real to people as an actual reality so it's like because it's talking about this stuff it's like i can't believe anything this documentary is telling me at the same time Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspiredisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. Like all of this could be fake. Like, so much of this documentary had uh, Exit Through the Gift Shop vibes, which is a documentary by Banksy, who, as an artist, is a very mysterious type of a character. But the documentary itself has, like, a vibe of the documentary being fraudulent, that it was not an actual documentary, that it's, like... It's a great doc, and I'm sure it was inspired by this in a, in a big way, it, it feels like. Because that documentary is about how Banksy created an artist out of somebody and b 
because of quote unquote experts, this guy, Mr. Brainwash, was able to become a successful artist just because they convinced ex experts that he was. Like, it doesn't matter what you make as an artist, it's all about the narrative of it being good or the trend of it being popular that matters more than the truth of the thing and that the the these false narratives that people uh use to to promote or or disprove a thing can become more real than the actual truth so like all those aspects of this i enjoyed i i appreciate i enjoyed but again it's like it, it just feels the the narrative that this documentary wraps up all of those that that tries to combine all of those narratives isn't as as entertaining and then it ends with like this story it's like the only kind of really narrative through line in this that i was able to follow or or cared to follow was this story about picasso how like Picasso went to this place and every day like to go paint or whatever and every day he would see this beautiful woman that would walk by and it got to a point where she became his muse and he invited her in to model for him to inspire like all of these paintings that he did while he was living there and instead of pay payment uh, she demanded that Picasso give her all of the paintings that he made of her kind of spoiling the story in a way and kind of spoiling this documentary in a way because like this story is all about how it ended up like this person ended up releasing like uh, uh, doing a art show of unreleased Picasso paintings but when Picasso went there, it was none of the paintings that he had. He thought it was this woman who he gave all the paintings to, but it wasn't. They were all fraudulent paintings. And in some ways, that story is trying to encapsulate and, and kind of distill all of the different messages that this documentary is trying to uh, communicate. And it's also trying to do a thing where it's faking the idea that you're watching a documentary it's trying to upend the audience's perception of what they think they're watching they think they're watching this documentary about frauds and within the narrative of the documentary it becomes fraudulent itself and then there's there's Orson Welles at the end of it going like, remember when I said I was going to tell you an hour of truth? Well, that ended 17 minutes ago. Like him telling you, it's like, hey, did you notice that I just did a like that all of this stuff that I told you, only some of it was true and other was false. But we can't tell you we didn't want we just wanted to let you know. And you believed it because you thought you were watching a documentary. I like was trying to prank the audience in a way to make them think that this story this fictional story that they come up came up with is an a work of of documentation but it wasn't so despite the fact that that being the only part of the documentary that i kind of enjoyed and it's great great directing great transitions editing 
all of that stuff is great. I mean, it's clear that that Orson Welles was a great filmmaker, but the narrative through line and the way it's told, the actual nuts and bolts of the storytelling, I like just couldn't really just wasn't very interested in. Uh, but overall appreciated the narrative of the documentary itself um, and what it's trying to do. And uh, like I can understand why it's so because it's in so many ways it's it's so similar to what we consider to be quote unquote reality TV. What they brand as reality uh, today is basically completely fabricated amateur acting. Like it's it's scenarios that are set up and written by producers that then people who aren't actors go and portray on camera. And it's like reality TV is no more real than, you know, Harry Potter because it's all fabricated. It's all written. So I can appreciate that this movie is tackling things that that are still prevalent today and probably will always be the just the act of storytelling is is on some level an act of forgery and there's a great line actually at the end of this is that art is a lie a lie that makes us realize the truth which i i really appreciated that line as far as the whole documentary that there's a few great lines in this and that one that art is a lie obviously art is a lie art is a representation of a thing an idea a feeling or even not it's just a, 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 a picture it's paint on canvas that is laid out in certain patterns to maybe make you think of a thing you know whether it's ultra realistic paintings that make it look like a photograph like even that even a photograph is a lie like you take a picture of somebody and you have a picture that's not the person that is a lie that is just what the light looked like bouncing off their skin through lenses onto a piece of film or a sensor of some kind but it's a lie that makes you realize the truth it makes you realize that it unlocks something in your brain that either makes you think of truth true events a true person a true thing or reminds you of a time reminds you of an emotion kind of taps into little pieces within yourself that that get unlocked and sometimes that connection that you have with a piece of art is enough for you to want to hold on to it and keep it in your life um so i appreciated that I, I, I like that line. I like what this movie's trying to do. I just think as a form of entertainment, it wasn't that entertaining. Right? It's like a great lesson. Told very an extremely creative way to troll the art world in a lot of ways. Uh, so I appreciate that. So check it out if you want. I'd be interested to hear your thoughts on it. It's called F for Fake. It's on HBO Max and Criterion, but, you know, I'm sure you can find it other places. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. 
and follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.